0: This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks to the body hot girl voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. And I
1: am Robert. And today's a special day. Not well, a special episode, not a special day anymore. Special episode. It is a special day. It is a special episode, you know. And part of the reason why last Friday was a repeat. Um, or, well, repeat, a classic episode, if you will. And I did go with the two, the, the Clone Wars special,
0: nice.
1: um, because, uh, we were going to go with originally, um, you had mentioned, um, uh, the Fifth Element Unwanted Commentary. Yeah. That was almost a two hour special. <laughs> I was like, that's a little long.
0: Yeah. Maybe for the
1: future.
0: Well, yeah, because be a full, future, It
1: was a man. full movie. Yeah. A future <laughs> event. Um, we should do more of those in the future too, because those were fun. Um, and they work well for audio. You know, it's just like, hey, we're going to watch this episode and we're starting now. Or start watching this movie and we're starting now. Anyways. Um, but this is a special. was a special weekend for both of us because, as always, uh, happens yearly, uh, shockingly enough, um, an annual event as we both get born over and over again. So uh, we mm-hmm. were born um, the this past month. And we're literally, we're born about two decades apart apart but about four days apart so
0: wow
1: <laughs> decades <laughs>
0: wow
1: you like that <laughs> ah, i just i kid, i joke but um we are we are actually both we born um i'm b- born on the very end of august and of course ernie was born at the very beginning of september so usually until this year we've uh, gotten together for a brief hot moment and You know, celebrated some birthday cheer, gone out for a drink and had a little thrill. Nothing too exciting. But this year, unfortunately, we were unable to due to, you know, the current status of the world. So and as per normal during this time of year, we usually try and do a birthday special. Um, So, you know, some of the nerdy things we did over the weekend of our birthday in the past week that uh, helped us to celebrate our uh, exciting birth. And things that we got and all that kind of cool stuff. So I know you were talking about a couple of things before we started the podcast. Did you want to go and start with what uh, you did for your birthday and what things you saw out there in the world of nerding?
0: Yes. Uh, so my birthday was on Friday, which was a typical work day for me working remotely. And before I knew it, pretty much the entire day had passed. Um, I guess that's the oh, yeah, completely being an adult. <laughs> you know, you know <gasps> if your birthday happens on a, on a day of the week, you're usually working.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is a sad part of it. And that's um, that was the 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 sad part for my birthday this year, similar to yours, as I was supposed to see the kids for my birthday. But my son had to be double quarantined as he actually got a cold. So he was not only quarantined regular, but he was quarantined to his room for about a week so that nobody in the house would catch his cold. So he was yeah. unable to be with me on my birthday, but we did celebrate the weekend after.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I plan on doing that when uh, when my daughter shows up and, you know, I, I plan on, like, you know, celebrating with her. So mm-hmm. I want to have, like, maybe have some pretend boxes to, like, open up or something like that. But, um, sure. yeah, it's... It, but you know, I I, uh, I don't I don't usually anticipate getting gifts on my birthday now that I'm older, and usually uh, I'll kind of sense my birthday's coming up. I really don't pay much attention to it. I'm not the type of person that's like on the lookout for like events like this, right? It's mm. not that I it's not that I don't find them important or like uh, like fun. It's just uh, for me myself, I'd rather not have the spotlight if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it makes sense. So I actually, I, I, I actually am very similar to that. But um, we just try to downplay. Yeah, I don't want anything big this year. Don't do anything. And they like, we, we usually do that. What's big in our household is we usually do a special meal for your birthday. Um, and obviously, now with quarantine, we, would go, we, we wouldn't go out for the meal, but we would bring the meal in. So what what carry out would you like? You know, what kind of food would you like to have for your birthday is a special treat? That's usually yeah, one of I'd the that, main. I find
0: that nice and pleasant. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's something like like I'm okay with, right? Yeah. For for me, I always felt uncomfortable when it was like a big thing. You know, I never felt sure. quite comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really have never had so, big birthdays. I only had a big birthday with a lot of guests, and that was it. And that was, uh, I think, it was like my thirtieth birthday.
0: I think that was. Yeah, I didn't didn't get any like for my milestones, like even my 21st birthday, like being able to drink legally. Right. I just Mm -hmm. it was just my friend and I, we just drove to Pensacola, Florida, and we went to this uh, at the time. It was a famous Irish bar there. And uh, I don't think it exists anymore, by the way, um, but went there and uh, literally stood outside until it was midnight and I was able to like go inside. Nice, and, or, and had my first drink. Nice. Well, your first Legally.
1: legal drink. I'm sure you, yeah, Legally, I'm sure you, you drank before that. but Yeah, yeah and yeah. it was kind of sad. It was kind of sad for me, though, because as you know, as you look younger than your age, I have always looked older than my age. So when I went out for my 21st birthday, my ex-stepmother at the point – I just call her mom for short um, – had to ask the waiter to ID me. She's like, oh, you need to ID him. It's his birthday. You need to ID him now. So it was just me and her. That was literally it. Um, so it was a small gathering at that point, too. So, yeah, again, most of my birthdays have been just family. Not usually a lot of friends.
0: Yeah, then, then no. for like my 30th birthday, uh, one of the drawbacks to living in Florida is that we have hurricane season. Mm -hmm. And on my 30th birthday, it was a, uh, it was a hurricane. Uh, I want to say it was the year, it was the year before Wilma and Mm. yeah, it was the year before Wilma and um, we, we had a really bad storm here and essentially knocked out the power. So I just spent my birthday indoors. Yeah. And uh let's see, for my fortieth birthday, um yeah, I didn't do anything on my fortieth. I just I just stayed at home. I think it was one of those once again, I think it was work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it I went was out to a nice dinner for my fortieth, I think that was about it. But yeah, the big ones are great. Actually this was this one for being a minor birthday actually worked out really nicely for me. Um a lot of nice things happened. So on my birthday weekend, now, I asked for something really strange, and it was kind of I, – I, I wouldn't say I regretted it completely, but it wasn't the best choice ever. So I hadn't done Sonic in a while. I don't know if you know the restaurant, fast food restaurant Sonic. Yes. Um, um, but obviously Sonic is really known for its milkshakes, slushies, and things of that nature. Not really the food. So what I should have done is say, okay, let's get drinks from Sonic and get food from somewhere else. I didn't think about that. And I just said, let's just do Sonic. The food was mm, not great. It was fine. It was not great. But the drinks were amazing. So it was a good overall experience, but I kind of regret the getting the food from there. I should have just gotten the drinks. But that was fine. Um, all my gifts were Magic the Gathering card-related things. That was awesome. Um, so that was really cool. And then... The weekend, the, that same weekend, I went and saw my grandmother and my dad uh, also from a birthday. And we went out to a nice little, we uh, had a nice little food. And it was very nice. And it was, you know, very, very little, this tiny little restaurant that uh, basically had nobody in it. Because, you know, nobody goes out for COVID. So we were at our own table, completely isolated, blah, blah, blah. Um, everyone wore my past stuff. And they gave me gift cards. Because, um, like, you know, you get what you want. Here's Here's some money. Go buy stuff. Um, so they gave me gift cards. So what my wife did is she, I said, okay, here's some of my birthdays. You know what's on my wish list? Buy stuff my wish list. Don't tell me what it is. I won't look, and I'll be surprised by what you get. So she did that, and then basically, I think I think we're finally done. But basically, I have gotten packages of gifts, and I don't know what's in them. It's surprises all week. Yeah, so that has been really cool. Um, again, my obsession is managing the gathering, the card, the, 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 the set. So I've been getting, The gathering cards and sleeves. And, um, today I actually got a really cool video game. I tried playing it yesterday a little bit. Um, Second Son, have you ever heard of that one?
0: Second Son. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, because it actually did sound familiar just now.
1: Yeah, it should sound a little bit familiar. So I don't know if you've ever uh, played the video game. It's by Sucker Punch. Um, it was called, um, Infamous. So that was the first set game it was Infamous one and two. And then ah, the, you know, yes, the third is, yes. game,
0: okay. Infamous
1: second Son. Very inexpensive on Amazon. You know, outrageous, you know, I think in the $20 range, something like that. So not bad for a video for a used game, um, but very playable and very enjoyable. Very pretty, um, uh, very third, um, you're over the shoulder view for the most part. And it's very, open world type setting you know it's like you have to go over there but you can go there in a few different ways um and you get you know in the first opening scenes you get like fire powers and you can manipulate fire and turn into smoke and all this cool stuff so it's it's pretty awesome um we just tried it out for a little bit this past literally just yesterday actually um to see how it played so we're contemplating because I played half maybe half of the original infamous series um where his powers were based on electricity mm-hmm. so i'm thinking about going back to the beginning for from the first game because my wife is a huge fan of when i play video games specific video games not all video games, but the specific ones where she likes to watch and she basically helps navigate you know, okay you need it over there and get that stuff there and there's things hidden over there and blah 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 so she helps guide and she loves the stories and you know if it's a pretty game she enjoys that too um like assassin's creed type third you know 3d world stuff so she loves watching and helping me play when possible. and i'm like yeah cool awesome so it's definitely something that we're probably gonna be is one of our things that we uh get into so that's that's kind of how my stuff is at work so i usually get a lot of little gifts that are really cool um for my birthdays in general that's kind of how it usually works for me i usually try to avoid the big parties because i just don't like being around a lot of people but we did have a small gathering of, of Family, just basically. Um, the best gift so far, food related, was a friend of ours um, actually makes rum cake. Basically, they, they sell them, but they gave us a free rum cake, basically, for my birthday. And it was a coconut rum cake, and it was amazing. So Very nice. That's, that was my experience. Yeah, so it was a good old birthday experience. So, did you do you actually get gifts for your birthday these days or events? Does your parents do anything for you at all?
0: Well, the nice thing was my folks did uh end up splurging on me and uh Aww. got me a uh got me got me something, you know, that they thought I would, would enjoy and think was cool. It was definitely something I had never I haven't seen it before. So no, it that's wasn't like I exciting. ever Yeah, I w I wasn't like I ever mentioned it to them. But I was you know, I was I was really surprised when they were like oh we got you something I'm like oh why'd you guys give me something right like mm. um so I'm opening up this huge box mind you and I have no idea what is in it and it's uh and I get to it and it uh, start it has the Star-, uh, Star Trek logo on it from the original series and I pull out the box and it's like a scale model of the OG Enterprise from the original series right
1: wow that's really cool yeah
0: it's it's the original one that even has the the red lights like in the two Mm. like pot things that stick out Mm. right yes
1: yes yes and
0: and it and it has a stand and it has like the logo on the side it has these led lights all over it and it came with a remote control so when Mm. you plug it in it all lights up it it actually has the it when you plug it in the sound is like when you uh when you go into the turbo shaft Mm-hmm. Like that little elevator thing and on the deck, you know how that door makes that swishing noise,
1: that weird swishing it's, noise, yeah, or
0: whatever it is, yeah. It makes yeah, it makes that noise. It does a couple beeps, and then, um, and then if you hit the remote control on it, it'll play the intro, like it's it's Will William Shatner's voice, you know, doing the whole monologue oh, wow. at the beginning. Then it's the complete song. While it's doing that, it's doing all the lights, but like meanwhile. It has, uh, it also has like a button on the top of it um that if you press it, it does like the, like the noises from the deck. Mm. Like the little beeps and the instrument panel going and everything. And um, yeah, it just, the LEDs change, you know, the, the, the red keeps swirling around on the engine. So it looks like from the show and uh, I found a perfect spot for it. It's like on an end table next to my couch. And at night, it is really nice. No, that's cool. It's not good enough to be a lamp. It's not good enough to be like an actual sure. lamp. but it's but it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, oh no, it's all in the dark and the lights shining and the sounds going. It, it can give you chills if you do it right.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah a little surround yeah, sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's uh, very cool. Yeah, so it was one of those one of those uh, out of the box because they. Because, you know, everyone knows I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I also enjoy Star mm-hmm. Trek also. Um, and sure. I think we've had this discussion before, like, a majority of my life has been Star Trek because you had a movie coming out, it seemed like, every two years when I was a kid. Right. Sure. And then you had the show, which was on mm-hmm. reruns, like, in the afternoons and on Forever. Saturdays. And mm-hmm. then The Next Generation came out, and that's when, like, it was, like, all all the time because it was so well written. No, yeah. And mm-hmm. so well acted that it, it, it kind of like took over. Star Wars at that point, it was during what many consider the dark time, right? That mm-hmm. time from 1983 to 1999, was yeah, like there was like no, nothing yeah. Star Wars.
1: Right. So it was all really Star Trek at that point. That was their golden age. Yeah. Except for the first season of Star Trek's Next Generation, which is kind of eh at best.
0: That first episode just does oh. not work at all. Yeah. And the first and I know first four or five episodes
1: are kind of weak. Yeah, that first season is just kind of like
0: mm, a little cringeworthy.
1: But after that, it gets really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a lot of nostalgia about that first season because it was of like, of course, you know, I, I, you know, after the episodes would come on, you know, you're riding the bu- you're riding on the school bus the next day talking about it. Sure. You know? Yeah. Well, but it's like then, watching uh, the it's like
1: watching yeah. the old X Men episodes, the old X Men cartoon. It's it's riddled with nostalgia. It's pretty well written, don't get me wrong. But going back to it now and trying to watch it again, you're kind of like, mm, that's a little cringy. Not bad, just cringy. It's not doesn't quite hold up, you know. But you still, and it has a lot of nostalgia.
0: That that's how that's how I sometimes look at Robotech, or mm. as the as the diehards call it, the Macross saga, <sighs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um be- because when I watched as a kid, that blew my mind. Like
1: people oh, weren't sure. dying
0: in cartoons, people weren't you yeah. know, aliens weren't getting like shot up and dismembered and stuff like that by these robots. Um mm-hmm. But then like you let like a good thirty years and you watch it now and you're like, Wow, this is the writing on this is almost garbage. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't make much sense. Like, did they did they like <laughs> have like any type of like plot or anything that they were trying to you know message they're trying to get and it turns out like that whole robotech thing was like three different animes mashed together Mm -hmm. and each anime didn't have anything to do with the other they just combined it together and made robotech
1: yeah no and that's and that's the story behind the story is, is is great once you kind of understand what what actually was the but the actual things were that were going on with it. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny. And it's, it's, it's a great way to send a birthday is going down kind of like nostalgia lane. Right. Um, yeah, and trying to I watch some of that well. old stuff. Yeah. yeah
0: you know, I, going I, back I, in I, time a little bit. Yeah. And, and also, and I did it and you know what, you can call me any name you want, but when I got that little model, I was like, you know what, I'm going to watch the original Star Trek show. Watch oh, the God, original I series. I put on that pilot and I promise, it almost put me to sleep man it almost (laughs) put me to sleep so I was like man this is some bull and I was like so I'm like I went on to Google I was like best you know best episode from the original series and they basically said without a doubt the best one and it's even like in the Smithsonian it's the city on the edge of time I think it's called where okay uh, they go back in time to like 1930s uh, earth right Mm-hmm. Because uh, because Bones is crazy and he goes into this time tunnel, goes back to 1930s uh, 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 Earth, and he almost like starts a war or something like that.
1: <clears throat> I vaguely remember but that I, one. Yeah, that that's good.
0: Yeah, so they so you know Spock and Kirk, you know, they're in New York City like trying to like you know blend in and everything, and and it's like I mean it's good, it's a good episode, right? Mm-hmm. It, it definitely is probably one of the better ones from that whole run, that whole original run. Because I was looking through the other ones on the Netflix, and I'm like, yeah, a lot of these look hokey as all can be. And a lot of people, oh, yeah. well, uh, maybe some people, like you said, the nostalgia. They always say, oh, the, the 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 original series was the best series. I'm like, I don't know, man. I would much rather watch reruns of the Next Generation than the origin than reruns of the original series.
1: Yeah, 100% I agree. And and, and, that, and that, that's the thing. It's the coloration of it, you know, the die-hard fans. It's like, "Dudes, it was okay. It's not quite as good as you make it out to be, but it, it was okay. It was it was very good for its time." Sure. Yes. But it it a big thing with any sort of n- nerdy kind of things is okay. Yes. Was very much of its time, it was really good at the time, but for truly to be something that you can say is absolutely spectacular is, does it hold up? Can you go back to it ten years later, five years later even, and say, yep, that's still solid? Those are hard to come by. Not impossible. Yeah. At least a little bit more difficult, you know? I mean, The Next Generation, for example, is a good, per- is a good thing like that. It's like… It still holds up. The original Star Wars still hold up, you know. So there are some definite standards there that you can say, yeah, they're going to hold up. And there's some current stuff that's going on, like, you know, The Mandalorian, for example. It's going to hold up for a long time to come, you know, Star Wars fan or not. It's solid writing. It's solid acting. It's solid story. So you're definitely not going to say, oh, in 30 years, this is going to be awful. It's going to be, no, in 30 years, this is still going to be a solid series that we all enjoy.
0: Well, remember, we we went through this in the uh, mid-2000s, to, uh, not too long ago, when they rebooted Battlestar Galactica.
1: Mm. Right? Oh, yeah, that's another good short. Yeah, that's another good one, yeah.
0: Look, I was one of the naysayers. I was one of the ones that was like, I cry BS on this? What do you mean? <sighs> like, there's no real Cylons? They're not metal robots, like, clanking around with the little... I going back and forth, they look like humans. No, 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 no. Mm. That's BS. Oh, wait, they're making Starbuck a girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (sighs) I was like losing it. I was one of the naysayers, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because I was one of the ones that the original show kind of called to that when they wrote that original show, they were writing it for people like me, people who were really big into Star Wars. And they mm-hmm. didn't have anything else on TV that resembled Star Wars. That resembled Star Wars on TV. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, the the yeah. the, the space battles, the ships flying mm-hmm. around, uh, mm-hmm. the big the big menacing robots. You know, it was all there. And then right. I watched an original Battlestar Galactica episode. Mm. And boy was I disappointed. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like when don't, you go don't back
0: and okay. don't get me wrong, like the first two and three episodes, they were well written. But as mm-hmm. the show progressed, because it wasn't a very long run, I think it lasted three seasons, I think. Mm. Um it could have been just two, because one of them I think was a movie or something like that, like a made for TV movie. Uh, back when we sure. used to do stuff like that. Um that Going back and watching it, and I tried my best. I really did. I gave it my best my best shot. I tried to watch what was available. I think it was on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Okay. And uh, I probably zoned out on like three or four or five episodes during that run.
1: <sighs> Jeez.
0: They, they were just bad. I was yeah. like, oh, I could tell this is so 70s. No oh, right, yeah, they would try to mix in problems that people had in the seventies, like the fear of like diseases and fear of politics and fear of like all out war and obliteration and stuff like that. But then the reboot happened and you know the disembodied hot girl voice, who is a proud advocate of that show, basically gave me her entire collection for me to watch. <laughs> nice I watched it all. and Mind you, I got I got some of the cases mixed up and i think i watched a couple of them out of order
1: no oh, god <laughs> yeah
0: so i had to go back and watch it in order again <clears throat> and uh yeah man i have to say the new one i wish they would i wish they would make a, like a part two now i know they tried by uh by making that show on sci-fi or CFI, mm. um caprica i think it was called um yeah,
1: i remember that thing yeah
0: yeah, they got some big name actors. I think Eric Stoltz was in it, and a couple other good actors. And it was supposed to be before Battlestar. It was like the prequel story, mm-hmm. right?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Like how how like the Cylons like came to be and all that stuff. Hmm. Hmm. And um, yeah, it didn't work. Like I, because I remember watching that that series also. It mm-hmm. kind of it kind of fell into that whole like the idea for the show and the story was better than the execution.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, totally makes sense.
0: Kind of like, Crypt, well, but, kind of like Krypton.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That was another one that kind of fell flat, didn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. kept losing viewership until they were like, yeah, no one's watching this. We're not going to make them anymore.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it kind of reminds me also of that same kind of error as Battlestar Galactica was Babylon five. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I just recently had tried to start watching that again. And again, it's not bad. It kinda holds up, sort of, but it's not like top five. It's good, but it's not great. You know? Kinda falls in fed middle ground.
0: Wasn't Babylon five was Paramount's answer to Star Trek. hmm
1: well, And yeah. it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was very political. Yep, so it was interesting. Lots of intrigue, lots of mystery kind of angle that it was taking on. So that was kind of interesting and kind of fun. And the characters were definitely Me, cool. I'll tell you what, a lot of those special effects and the, the costumes seriously do hold up. Like, they were they're seriously pretty cool stuff. You could use that stuff today and it would still be awesome, you know? So from that perspective, yeah, totally good stuff.
0: But, yeah, yeah and, you know, and they also, they also, like... Paused for a little bit, released a movie, and then like demand came back for it and then they came back again. Mm. Yeah. Remember yeah, that? Gets, it was that yeah. it was that movie like right in the middle of their run. And mm. then they kicked back off and they finished off the all the stories, all the all the storylines that they were building up.
1: Yeah, which is which and that's something like we've just finished watching um Once Upon a Time. Um, It just left Netflix this this past week, and that's seven seasons, okay? Well, depends on who you talk to. It's sort of six seasons, and then the seventh season was a soft reboot, but it still had a lot of the same characters in it, right? They found out that their their show was canceled midway point, according to my sources, uh, uh, i.e. my wife. So that looks this stuff up. (laughs) Hey, she's my researcher. I know it. You know, i got to wait for that. Um, (laughs) um, But she looked it up and she said that they knew that 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 was their last season, about halfway through the season. So they basically made a quick turn and wrapped up all the stories. And they were able to do it right, you know, and they were able to have a satisfying ending that was like, okay, yeah, no, that's good. They tied everything up and. Things will be good. It's it's they're going to continue. They're going to have more adventures. But yeah. OK, cool. Sounds good. You know, and that's kind of what you want at a series like that. You know, any serial that that, that you know, eventually is going to end. Are you prepared? Like I just heard today. Walking Dead. Another one, which I, yeah. I followed it ever is actually going to end. Which, yeah,
0: yeah, the, I was kind of shocked. They're, they're it was like, wow, they're they're finally because like literally i think the the books are done like i don't yeah. think they, i i think that that whole run is done those guys moved on to other projects mm-hmm. um kind of similar what was the show that was coming on after the walking dead oh. uh, preacher oh,
1: a preacher. preacher
0: okay yeah kind of the mm. same thing right mm-hmm yeah but like, there are the books are, are done so- Right. Yeah, they they're talking each one's going to have a spin-off show. So there was a spin-off of preacher, if I'm not mistaken, right. also.
1: Yeah, and Walking Dead is going to have um Daryl and what's her face? Uh, the oh. older lady, Carol and Daryl, which is going to be really weird to <laughs> name, but sure. Um and they're talking about a movie for the the showrunner. So, who knows? I mean, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But I mean, that's that's kind of what you it's it's what you kind of hope for for a TV show is that you can get it to have a good spinoff, but that thing hasn't worked since like the late 70s. You know, and that was the big well, thing in that time frame was was all the spinoff shows of and they were all but they're all sitcom stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. You had uh, you had all in the family, which spun off the Jeffersons, which spun off like 227, which spun off, you know, uh, uh, was it uh, right. Acts of Life or something like that? Mm-hmm. It just kept going on and on and on.
1: Which is great, and they all worked, and everybody had fun with them, and they were good shows, and fine, whatever. But it's still – it's not something that works the same way anymore. You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah, and then uh, we had uh, we had that run in the late 90s and 2000s with all the Star Treks, right? You had Voyager, then mm. you had Enterprise. Now, my dad is and watching th- Enterprise. He's watching Captain bacula and mm. uh, I he's that.
1: Right. Yeah, it is. It's okay. I watched it. I just – the problem with Becula, just because it's him, is you keep wait. waiting. You you guess. You yeah, keep, waiting. Keep, waiting. keep waiting. And here's the funky part, right? I would say 45% of that entire show has something to do with time travel. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like, come on, Scott. Let's do it. Make it happen, man. Yeah,
0: Captain Becula, man. Come on, Come on, man! Get, just make get, it, just do it. Ziggy and all those guys. Yeah, you
1: know. I'm just waiting, man. I'm just waiting. But he he played it off very well. He was doing really good, and it was a very well little put together show. I mean, it was it was fun. It was a nice little, you know. Here's a little timeline thing. Nothing really that exciting happens. Just a little bit of timeline times uh, time travel stuff. But it's it's a good little solid little Star Trek show. It's a nice little place. Yeah. For. Nothing like, oh, my God, this yeah. is great. It's, it's
0: good. Yeah, okay. but then you think about it, like, some years passed, and then they came out with uh, – what was this one that came out on CBS All Access?
1: Oh, Picard. I, I even watched it. Oh, and?
0: Yeah. No, 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 not Picard, but the other one. The, the show that no. came out before Picard.
1: Oh. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. um Crap. Yeah, I can't think of what it is, but it's, a, it's the one that's supposed to be the prequel, prequel, prequel. Like, Pike Yeah,
0: before, yeah, before Pike.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. What was the name of that show? Shows you how, how the spinoff idea sometimes falls flat. Oh, because they had, they had a lot of bank behind that project. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. They were like, look, all these, the only way you can watch the show is if you buy a, a, a subscription. And of course, all the nerds, Right. Bought the subscription oh, sure. before they even saw it. They watched that first episode, and what happened? The hatred. Oh. The hatred just came in from every direction.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are saying the second season was a lot better than the first season, but still, you, you kind of lose people by that point, you know?
0: Yeah. And then, I mean,
1: um, and then they pulled the really tr-
0: like, Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, and then they pulled the real big guns out with Picard, but still, at that point,
0: yeah, they, everyone started canceling their subscriptions. They're like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Let's get Grandpa. Oh, Look, you remember this guy? You remember <laughs> him? Hi, I am John Luke. It's like, like,
1: oh. <gasps> yeah, it's 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 cool, but it's sad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I felt a little sad. It's like, really? John I think Luke, Patrick. Like, Patrick really. Please. <laughs>
0: Please don't leave us here. We'll bring you back something you like. And then you're like, okay, I still this still can't justify the $9.99 a month. All right, here's data. Oh my gosh. I felt so bad for those actors. I'm like, here's Beverly Crusher. Let's let's just bring here's Will Wheaton. You know, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, guys. I I felt bad for him. It was like the worst Comic Con ever, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and in real life, like if you go to a con, I've been to a couple cons where they're at, like even LeVar Burton and stuff. And it's just kinda sad. Like I had a whole conversation with Michael Doran about his wanting to have a spinoff series where he did the, the Wharf show. And there was no one at his shell at his counter. There's no one there. It was just me talking to him. It was very sad. There's just not a lot <laughs> of trekkers anymore, I guess, you know?
0: Well, yeah, I felt that same way for that actress that was uh, at, at one of the cons I went to many years ago. Um, she was sitting next to Carrie Elway's, right?
1: And mm-hmm. they were
0: both sitting there and nobody was coming by. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, gosh, I feel so bad for them, right? So I, mm-hmm. I went up to the one. I was like, yeah, I remember you in Caddyshack, right? And she goes, yeah, that film was a lot of fun. I'm like, but yeah, but a lot of people don't realize you were also in Tron too, which was kind of cool. And she kind of told me how, like, you know, the, the special effects and everything. And then I talked to Carrie Elway's, I was like, man, does does anyone like remember you from like the other stuff that you done, like The Princess Bride? Do they only remember you from being in Saw? And then he's talking about all oh, the attention span, you know, mm-hmm. the kids at some of these events and things like that. They don't remember the oh, word. Yeah. work. hmm
1: yeah, and that's that's kind of the, the the challenge with a lot of these actors and actresses or act actresses or however they want to be called now actors, actresses, whatever. That um, is it is a short attention span. It's what what did you do lately? I mean the biggest the biggest draw was Amy Pond, you know, the actress, um, because she's in Marvel. So there you go. You know, she's Doctor Who, sure, but she's also from Marvel. That's what they care about, you know, and that's it. It's whatever the latest and greatest is, and that's all they care about.
0: Yeah, so, uh, it, same it, with, it's, it's uh, definitely the thing. The same thing with Chris Evans. People forget he was the human torch. <laughs> they they see him as Captain America. So
1: right I don't now, know sure. they, he
0: also he also had other roles. <laughs> mm-hmm. that human torch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you think people care but, but they don't. But uh, but yeah, we're trying to decide now what to kind of watch next because we finished once and that was good. It's a solid show. Um I did like Raised what, by what, Wolves. Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to be on the list. Um,
0: Why not? It's because, sci-fi. Is it? Yeah, it's sci-fi. <laughs> what do you think it was? Let me ask you that. Just by
1: the I, title, what do you think it was? I thought it was about a guy who was raised by wolves, like a Mowgli story or
0: some nonsense. No, 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 dude. Oh, my gosh. It's so far from yeah. truth. Okay. Well, um, it's a
1: stupid name for the show, then.
0: Willie really <laughs> Scott.
1: Okay, like Ridley.
0: You, you cool. know, you, you, Ridley. You know Ridley, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He and I, we're close. I can call him Ridley. Yeah, yeah um, go ahead. So, the guy behind the whole alien thing.
1: Sure. Right. right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so,
0: think of that. Right. And I'll give you the premise without giving it away, okay? There's only three episodes right now. Okay. And the premise is that there's a huge war on Earth. All right. Between these two factions. All right. One faction is a religious are full of religious (laughs) zealots. The other faction is based solely on reason and fact and science.
1: Okay. which sounds like today, but more extreme so far. So far with you. So they
0: so these two factions decided to leave Earth. And to, because they've just the wars have just demolished it, right? Mm. <clears throat> so the two thoughts were the people who were the religious zealots built a huge ship and filled it with as many people and as many animals that they could carry. Guess what they called it? The Ark? There you go. You're keeping okay. you're, 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 you're keep up. Okay. The other Yay. group des- decided that they were going to just use androids and, and, uh, and a smaller ship and just take embryos and shoot them off into space to a planet called Kepler-22 or something like that. That could sustain life, right? Okay. Shoot them there, and then they could repopulate the Earth with these embryos. So they, they had six viable children, and these androids were designed to, like, watch them grow – and help them along, so that way they could start a new civilization, right? So there's Sounds like that father I am father Mother Android thing. Father Android and Mother Android. They were called Father Mother. Black Android, white Android with, like, basically short, buzzed red hair.
1: Okay. And,
0: uh, yeah, you get to see what happens with this whole little experiment.
1: Mm, they're very weird.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: maybe. But we're thinking of uh, something a little bit lighter. The There's this this one called the, the Monkey, The Legend of Monkey. The Monkey King, basically, oh, on Netflix. So we're looking at The of Monkey. The Golden uh,
0: Monkey?
1: The Golden Monkey, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. No, it's not. It's called The Legend of Monkey. You're an idiot. It's just the. Okay, fine. It's just Legend of Monkey yeah, being fact-corrected by the missus. It's just called The Legend of Monkey. And it's on Netflix, and it looks like a very lighthearted uh, kung fu show.
0: <laughs> oh! Um, is... Yeah. Oh, I got Another show, but it's pure it's animated with no dialogue it's oh, made God. by what? the samurai jack guy
1: okay thank
0: you and it's on hbo max and okay. it's uh, the I story a of a it's story of a of a caveman and he uh basically uh well not basically but what he what the uh, so far what i've seen in the two seasons that they have is that he's befriended uh a Tyrannosaurus Rex as like a pet. Oh, God damn it.
1: That's there, very. St- str-
0: you watch some weird stuff, dude. Let me tell you, you would like it. I'm telling you, you uh, would like it. Okay, fair enough. You know what I the, just? The dinosaur I just recently... doesn't talk to him, and, and the caveman of doesn't course. talk to the dinosaur or anything like that. So it's nothing okay. like that ridiculous. But like seeing okay. them survive in like prehistoric Earth. I'm trying. Okay, that's, that's actually pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And and, and it's Samurai Jack style, which I know you enjoy. Okay.
1: I do. That's true. Nice. You know what I was watching on HBO Max, actually? I finally watched it. Tell me. The Harley Quinn movie.
0: Oh, Birds of Prey.
1: Yeah, Birds of Prey. And tell me. I, I will tell you. That was thoroughly enjoyable. See? It was a fun romp. It was a fun romp.
0: I don't, I, don't to understand what art. People, I don't understand what people want. I really don't.
1: I mean, he was a villain. I mean, wow. I was surprised at how bad he was. Yeah. I was yeah, like, damn, that's okay.
0: From the comic. Yeah. No,
1: no, I'm totally down with it. It was very well done. I was like, okay, yeah, they just, you know, they're killing kids now. That's, yeah, okay, fine. You go DC, you, you do you.
0: But yeah, um, <clears throat> I thought it was an enjoyable movie. I don't understand what people wanted. People were like, yeah, this isn't the same Harley Quinn from the Suicide Squad. I'm like, who told you that it was? Like, yeah, like nobody this is even after knew. after Suicide
1: Squad. Of course, she's going to be different.
0: Yeah. Like, nobody knew that Harley Quinn was going to be in Suicide Squad either. Not even the director. He's like, he, yeah. I don't know if you kept up with the Twitter army about release the air cut now, but like, he's like, yeah, that whole thing about her being an accomplice. He's like, uh, yeah, Jeff Johns added that. Which ruined my timeline of events. Mm. Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy.
1: That's crazy. Well, I will say this, though. We did have, I think, each of us a very solid birthday in our own fashion. Yes. And, I agree. Uh, we, I will definitely tell you guys what I end up watching next or how the game goes if I end up playing it. And uh, we'll definitely look forward to doing some um, unwanted commentary of an episode of here in the near future, I believe. Right?
0: I would I think I think that would be great to do a couple unwanted commentary episodes.
1: I think that's great. I think we totally should do that. But until that time, like any good show that needs a spin-off, we would have a catchphrase and for us it would always be peace out. Peace out everybody. We appreciate your time and effort. Like us, love us, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter and all the rest. We will see you guys next time.
0: And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.